Hello, Dashley fam. Welcome. Happy 2021. There's oh. Dallin and Ashley here taking sides. This is our one and only podcast now, Ash. Yep. We axed the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and mostly that came down to our lack of ability to be organized and capable of doing two podcasts. This is our favorite podcast to film. We still want to share our lives and our happenings and our thoughts on life and just things that you don't get on national television straight from our mouth to you. And it's going to happen here and it's just going to be better. Let's do it. Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. I think we should start out this podcast, the podcast, first podcast of 2021, with the biggest news of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Dallin got into a master's program. I did. He will now be a master. I will. And you will refer to me as such. will be officially be the master of our house. Mm-hmm. Well, I've already been that unofficially. Now I'll just have the, you know, the credentials to back it up. Well, I've never really endorsed that as your position. I have. <laughs> but now I will have no choice. No choice. Because you will have a piece of paper to back up all of your splendid I'm gonna educational ask for 10 copies, one for each room. Put up my master's degree in each room of the house just so people know. I want to see it. Okay. Yeah, it is true. It's going to be from Toro University uh, Marriage and Family Therapy. Master's program. He's finally doing it. I'm folks. excited. No, I we're all very excited. Yeah, so that's starting in March, and it's going to be two years. I told Dallin I wanted to be making more money, and I didn't want to be doing more work personally, right? Because I'm sick of carrying the load of this family on my back. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I am sick. <laughs> there. I have done so freaking much. No, what it really comes down to is Dallin wanted to be the star of his own show. So Yeah, after what I was what I've been trying to say is after I get that, then after, I'm dropping Ashley and starting taking my own side. After with three Dallin. years of being my hype boy on the vlog, Dallin is stepping into the limelight, spreading his beautiful butterfly wings. And I think it's going to be so cool. And he's not my hype boy. Dallin does more than I do. I just pick up the camera and talk to it. And Dallin does everything else. Um, and this has been your dream for... Well, it's been your dream since <laughs> since our marriage started to crumble at the foundation. <laughs> and we went to therapy. Um, and you you just saw how much good it did for us. And how like it wasn't this weird... I don't know, like thing for people. Like it's just a great thing for everyone to do. And it helped us so much. And it was kind of like you found your spark, like on the show. 
Um, actually, probably not like on the show. Your spark isn't your life's purpose. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not, I don't think it's going to be your life's purpose, but it was something that the thought of it, of doing that with your life made you excited to kind of like, it made you really excited. And Dallin and I are kind of a lot the same where when we were in college, we were just like, what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, I don't know what I want to major in. And we just kind of like floated around and chose a major and graduated, but we never really kind of like hit on our passion. And I think he's kind of found, at least for this part of his life, a passion to follow. Yeah, I graduated in the professional sales program from Weber State. Boring. The easiest program ever. <laughs> really fun, but it was like way easy. And I am not passionate about sales at all. Yeah. I feel like the only salespeople that I like are people that are knowledgeable about something and I can ask them questions but still let me make my own decisions. I pretty much hate all salespeople. I just wish I had my brain now. I wish the salesperson was just a customer service person. I know. Like I hate being sold things. Our and goal, I guess that's what I learned in yeah. the sales program. Nobody likes to be sold to. They want to feel like they're buying their own thing. I hate the mind games that go behind making it seem like they're buying their own thing. You know? Just yeah. let me freaking choose what I want to buy and not buy, you pushy salesman. Long story short, Dallin I hates hate everything <laughs> that his program taught him yeah. and <laughs> encouraged him to be, and he's rejected it's it It's just completely. so annoying. How about you just relate to other people as humans, teach them about it, and if they want to buy it, then they'll buy it. Man, yeah. I hated working in sales. I worked in sales for like three years. Yeah. Hated that job. Freaking hated it. I graduated in exercise and wellness, and like, I think there are some really cool people who might be able to like figure out how to make money with that I, I didn't and then, and then I became a teacher which I really like teaching one or two children but give me a classroom of kids and I start grinding my teeth at night like can't you are so freaking stressed I just can't I just can't do it um but I you know like we've learned a lot I my goal for our children is to somehow mold them into these beings that are like brave enough and also self-aware enough that they kind of know what their passions are. I don't know if that's possible because they're like, I don't know, because they're our children, my child, children. Um, I just don't want them to have all these shoulds in their head, telling them what to, what they should do. I just want them to feel free to make choices and explore on their own. It just sucks. Cause like, it's kind of, I felt a lot of pressure to go to college right after a mission, got to go to college gotta get there like i shouldn't have been there unless i knew what i was there for i know but i don't know if i feel like people figure their life out when they're 30 like well, yeah and your first classes are generals anyways for the first little while so that helps if you know you want to go to college for something i don't know, I don't know. like it's i just feel like, like i wish i wasn't didn't feel so much pressure to brain, hurry my life like along my in my 20s soul my essence my brain right now would go to college and just be like, this is what I want. And this is how, what I'm would you do, do now? If you could I go back, I would do like, I really like like marketing and something kind of like creative and businessy. Like I like making money and making plans, mm -hmm. but I like kind of being on the creative side. Like mm. Mark. I don't know. I think I would be good at that stuff. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know though. Maybe a specific area within marketing. I don't know. Marketing I, is really data driven now. Yeah, so maybe not that. I don't know. I I would have to like go look. But yeah. I would be way less cheesy and wimpy about doing a quote unquote predominantly male profession. Yeah. I think I would have liked to be like a doctor. I really like um like 
maybe a pediatrician or something like where you kind of get to know the families and grow just with a total them. bad a who knows everything about yeah, everything and like like i worship our pediatrician i'm always like she just has the answers to stuff i know and she's so like cool and self-assured and like obviously she's achieved things in her life and I just am always like, you're such a bad A. Like, I wish I could have been a bad A like you and just gone for it. Like, she got a, she was in like, her first marriage wasn't fun and she had a kid and she decided to get a divorce and she got a divorce and her family wasn't really nice to her about it and she went to medical school and supported herself. And wait, she left just because it wasn't fun or? No, like, I, I don't. I'm not gonna like overshare her story. No, it just oh, it just well, there were serious legitimate reasons for no, her to leave, right? No, that's what yeah, okay. like it wasn't a good marriage. It didn't work out. Okay. But she just like just clarifying because this is a marriage and relationships <laughs> podcast. No, I just think she I like love her story because it's so like bad a and strong. Yeah, it is awesome. Anyways. Well, I want to be should go, her. Be, go back and or become a pediatrician. I, I just like idolize doctors. I think I would have been a good one. You want Except to be idolized. I pass out when I see things. Right, you hate blood. But I so could I th- little hiccup you'd have mm, to get over. I think I could over. have overcome it. I really do. I think so too. Well, okay, so yeah, two years from now, I'll actually know what I'm talking about here on this podcast. But until yeah, then, until then, you're just gonna have to hope. We'll just tell, <laughs> let's dive we'll just, into our we'll first overshare. Question. Yeah. All right. This first one is called "Please Pick Me." Life changing decision coming. Well, Kira, hope I can say your name. Thank you. Feel free to use my... Okay, you guys, good. we really appreciate it when you use clickbait on us. We are so <laughs> just... It's usually just one-sided. And it's just us doing these crazy titles. For our vlogs. For our vlogs. Like, they're al- there's always truth in them, but you would never, you know, open up a conversation that's just, with... That's just the game. That's the YouTube game. Yeah, but we ride the line between it. attention we, getting and truthful. We love it when people do it back to us. It is... We're like, oh, this is a good one. Right, well, Kara, you better deliver now because we always deliver on our titles. People are like, well, there was that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, guys. I want to start out by saying I really love you guys. Okay, now to get into it. It's kind of long, but I think the backstory is key. My name is Kira. And my boyfriend and I want to move out of our toxic home environments and live on our own. We've been together for four years, so I don't see anything wrong with it. But I think we have a lot of work to do. How old is, are they? I, I don't see an age. We're Wish assuming we knew how old that you were. you're... At, we're going to assume you're in your early 20s. We're assuming you are not Because you're still living a at minor. home. Or? That's all we're assuming. Well, if you've been together four years, yeah, I would hope they're not minors. Well, maybe they started dating when they were 12. Okay. Well, let's just keep reading. I have a suge- um. We have a lot to work on. I find that he takes things very personally. I cannot say something without him turning it into a fight or playing the blame game when in reality I just want to have a calm conversation and see improvement in our relationship. I've suggested doing couples counseling because I'm a strong believer in therapy being an amazing tool. I attend regularly for my own issues, but he is totally against it and doesn't think we need to go to couples therapy because we can do things on our own. When I've talked to friends about it, they say things will get better when we move out and live on our own. What do you guys think? Feel free to use my name. Best, um, Kira. We'll check you guys out. You guys are moving out on your own. Big step. That's fun. Um, yeah, especially if it's toxic in your house. Definitely, like, do it. You sound... We're just assuming that you're old enough and that you have the resources. You won't just be on the street. So do it, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, especially if it's toxic. No reason you shouldn't. As for, like... The issues between your gut, you two, first off, know that it's super common and normal sound. Like so many people struggle with those exact same things, be getting defensive, 
like one of the most common issues ever. Ash and I still struggle with that. Definitely struggled with it before. We were shocked when we went to therapy and we told him our issues, like our story. And he was just like, you guys. You I guys sound you like re- 99 yeah. out of 10 couples that come <laughs> he in was here. Like, I, I was I'm like, really? So I thought we were came. the only ones. I know. And he told us he literally talks to couples just like us. 30 times a week and it just it was very comforting to know like we weren't the only failures on the street yeah he's like every single he's just like the most common i thought we were struggling here like one of the worst couples ever to get married wrong choice whatever 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 he's like whatever you what you guys are saying right now is what i hear all day every day (laughs) and we were like (laughs) we're like wait wait, are they in our church yeah like i thought all the other couples in our church were perfect you know, so like, let me just start off by saying, goodness gracious, what you are saying right now is so common. Like defensiveness, everybody struggles with that, especially when they like being blamed for things growing up. You don't want to be wrong. You want to prove why ever. you're right. Yeah. Nobody or wants to be wrong. My big issue, I don't want people to think I'm not worth sticking around with. Like I was always so timid and afraid and shy growing up. And then it all just transferred to how I handled relationships. And I never, ever wanted to like have an issue with something. I would just bury everything so that Dallin would never have a reason to leave me. Yeah. and Which only give me five years and I exploded. Yeah. The flip side of you never being wrong means that the other person was in the wrong. Oh, no, I didn't try it. I, I didn't mean like that. I mean, I probably have issues with that, too. I meant like I never wanted to share my issues oh. with you because I never wanted to be a burden or to be annoying or to, for you to think I was crazy. I never wanted to be anything less than like your perfect fun girl. Yeah. And I had plenty of my own issues. I wanted to be a good, you know, leader of my home and I always wanted to my com- family to feel super safe and they could lean on me and protect it always. And anything pointing the opposite direction of that was me failing. Right. Like taking things to the extreme. Not like, oh, I made a mistake. It so was like, like, therefore, I'm a bad person. Shame, guilt. Take, <laughs> like take Dallin the of... perfectionist and mix him with Ashley, the feelings barrier. And you just had like the perfect con- conundrum. Yeah, there was that for us. So... Like that finally drove me to be like, look, I have no other options. I'm going to go freaking look up a therapist near me on Google and And go talk to him. Great. You go talk to someone about how pathetic I am. (laughs) Yeah. And so I did. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really eye opening and gave me some practical tools and talked about my own personal past and how that might be, you know, clouding the way I see some things presently and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, holy cow, this is like, this is really helpful and useful. And why was, didn't I learn some of this stuff earlier? And why doesn't everybody do this? And yeah, so, all those types of thoughts now. I mean, and Dallin went without me. I refused to go with him for a couple weeks. And I, you guys may be past a couple weeks of him refusing to go with you. Um, and you, But you can't, you can't make him do anything. You can only make loving requests and invite him. And just keep, you know, like extending that olive branch and maybe... And, and talk to him about what you learned. Like maybe he doesn't come with you, but, but you can kind of have go out to dinner and you can talk about what you learned and kind of have your own personal sessions where he, he might open up to you more as you talk about what you're learning and what you're struggling with. And 
what's going on with you in therapy. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. step one for you guys. No, you don't have to like therapize, therapize him, give him therapy. Therapeutic. Yeah, I didn't mean that. I just meant like just as like, you talk, like that's go, what you would do. You'd be like, this is what I learned. Yeah, this is what I learned. Buy these um, here. You can order these things from Amazon called emotion cards. Yeah. Mixed, they're called mixed emotions. Take them on a date. Be like, hey, I'm practicing something I learned in therapy. I want to do it with you. And it's just these cards with a bunch of emotions on them. And then a nice, um, like a, an illustrative picture mm. to go along with it. And some other similar emotions. And it's like... It's just like this. My therapist taught me this is really healthy, and I really want to be a good partner for you. And I and, and a that, key to that is sharing. And a our key feelings. to that is sharing our feelings, not blaming the other person, not saying you make me so. Just like when this happens to me, I feel sad, or I feel betrayed, or well, I feel happy, or creative, all we did is or annoyed. Sh- yeah. And like not blaming them, but like when somebody says this to me, or when I am treated this way, I feel confused. And you like you can start laying out these cards, or like today you don't have to start off by hinting that he did bad things just be like today these are the things that are on my mind like conversation yeah, starter that's how cards we basically these are the feelings i've felt these are the today. feeling that i felt today just lay out all, our therapist would be like ashley look through this deck and yeah, lay and out I'd like immediately all start crying <laughs> he just starts he's crying like, and why can you not i he's like ash i see i see a betrayed card here <laughs> talk to me about where, you know where are those feelings coming from and feeling be betrayed like, <laughs> <laughs> and i should be like ah yeah so um you can just say look I, i'm feeling stressed this is on my mind today this is at work our therapist had own. a really cool activity he did with his wife where he said um whenever we kind of part ways like when she goes to work in the morning and i go to work in the morning or when we come back together when we see each other after work at night we always do three feelings and it, it's like what are your feelings it, he, he said that's gotten to the point in their marriage where that's just a conversation starter yeah what are and, you feeling right now and they look what are your forward top three to feelings? it and it's like cathartic to have someone you know someone is out there who is ready to hear your feelings yeah like and it's just a really great opener and it really helped us kind of get used to because we never we just i don't know how you can be married to someone for five years and never talk about your feelings because we literally never did it unless one of us was having a come apart and just like breaking. Yeah. Um, and he said you should follow the, ni- what is the 95% rule? Like you should always, I know 95% of how your partner is feeling. Yeah. And we were like, mm. like, I never know how Ashley's feeling. She just talks about those things with her sister on the phone. <laughs> he was she's like, just supposed to be, <laughs> you're like, she's just supposed to be just fine around me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, He's like, oh, well, it sounds like there's room for improvement in your emotional intimacy with each other. And maybe like, I, I don't think you guys have like a huge glaring problem. I think you, you, we read your email and you sound you like You sound us. like most people and ever. What, and we're not perfect and we still fight. And I think you need to remember like people still fight even when they've That's been That's the beauty of humanity therapy. coming out. And like... Nobody's completely rational. Sometimes we, f- we get in really big fights, but the fights we get in now are not our marriage is falling apart fights. And I think that's how we used to feel like little one-off things, you know, like, and if we get a little heated, sometimes I just will have to stop talking and walk away. Have I left and gone and stayed in a hotel since we've started therapy? Yeah. Subconsciously. I wonder if I just wanted to go stay in a hotel. The kids really liked the Hyatt. We had a great time. (laughs) Dallin did a lot of work at home while we were gone. I don't know. Like, all I'm trying to say is things will never be perfect and don't be like us for six years and expect them to be. Don't just hope, sit around and think that 
once you get old enough or whatever, you magically learn how yeah, to communicate with your like partner. You see old so many who, old curmudgeon couples who just hate each other, but they're like, that's how marriage is. Yeah, but you also see the couples who are like, we never fight. And they're just like jolly. And you just assume you have to live together for 80 years before you get that way. No, I, it's because they've learned how to, they learned how they've to, learned to, how to do it. Yeah. Um, and I would just say maybe instead of trying to like never fight, maybe try and work on the root. Like maybe you guys need to work on emotional intimacy and, and learn and like be more in tune with each other's feelings and kind of start that practice of, Hey, what are, what are three things you're stressing about today or happy about today? Or what are you feeling today? Um, just so you're kind of on the same page and those, are really great openers for conversations that down like that we would never normally have. Like if I'm like, Oh, today I'm really missing my parents. They moved away and it's just really like bugging me today. And I just feel really down and sad. And down would be like, I would have never guessed that in a million years. Like what can we do today to distract you or like do something fun? Or do you want to go for a walk and talk to your mom on the phone and I'll watch the mm -hmm. kids like things he would never. And that's just like one example that like he would never guess yeah. if I didn't have this conversation with him. It also helps you think about your own emotions too. Like it helps me when Ashley asks me, helps me to actually think about it. Cause I'm not just sitting around thinking about, I mean, maybe someday I'll be that in tune with myself, <laughs> but it's really helpful for me to like, what am I feeling? Because like sometimes those things just are swimming around and need to be processed, you know? Yeah. And it will be like, we'll be fighting about parenting and Dallin will be like, I'll be like, what? I mean, like sometimes we're like, what are your feelings, dear? And other times I'm like, what the hell, Dallin? Like what's going on? <laughs> and I'll like tell Ashley something that, like, uh, something that I'm mad about. I haven't worked out for two days and I feel like a failure and I just really want to work out and I don't see it happening. And I'm like... Oh, like here I was thinking you hated me. I'm going to take the kids for a walk. You go work out. Yeah. And, and afterwards I feel so much better. And like, that's just one thing of us, like me being like, Dallin hates me and Dallin being like, oh, I just want to work out. And there we go. 90% of our fights right there. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yep. Now it's to the point where I'm like, go work out. <laughs> go. Uh -huh. But maybe work on those things instead of trying to like stop the flow of water, like build a dam on fighting, maybe try and like go way downstream more and work on like being aware of each other's feelings so you can make concessions for them and understand them and make plans during the day or like at night to like help those feelings or, or soothe anxieties or I don't even know it. So you don't get to the point where you're fighting as much. Yeah, just you you take the lead and start uh, being good at expressing your emotions. Just watch Barney for a good I feel three hours. instead of you make me or why do you do this You'll or that's difficult. You need. Just say start with I feel hurt or I feel confused. I feel happy. I feel, you know, you can start by getting really good at that and he will recognize, man, she's she hasn't blamed me for anything in a long time. Like she's she's got something going on yeah you know? get your emotion cards we talked about get the eight dates read the love languages if you haven't and just kind of start fishing for you can develop your own something skill that set. works for you because he'll feel it he'll feel it like man what the what's going like you'll he'll recognize something going on with you like man she's feels she seems like put together or she seems like she she's riding a train that i want to hop on something like that you know instead of like needing the other person to make you happy yeah you'll get in a fight and you'll be like you really seem like something's going on with you today. 
And I really want to help you when you're ready to talk to me about that. <laughs> and he's just, like, oh, crap. Just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you take the lead in developing your skill set and um, talk to him about it, too. Also, like, you can't change him. So, if it gets to the point where it's just really bad, like, you guys aren't married. You can just get to the point where you're like, look, I can't keep dealing with you like this. Like, I have my life and I want to be a partner with somebody who can talk to me about things, not just get mad about every little thing. And like lay out, like either we go to therapy and learn some of the stuff or else I have to leave. Like you can lay that out too if it really that gets is damaging that bad. Though. Because oh. you're not married Last and card. you don't don't feel like he's the only person or she, he or she, I think pretty sure was he, he's the only person for you like ever. Cool? All right, next. Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. We are supported by KiwiCo. You guys have probably seen us play with KiwiCo boxes on our vlogs with George and James. Man, we love them so much. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects designed to expose kids to concepts in STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. You can customize the box based on your kid's age. Boxes are delivered monthly and come with all the supplies you need for that month's project. The last box George and James did together, we had this little monkey art project where we created a tree and put bananas in it and we counted them and we created together and they just really, really loved it. And it provided like hours of quality learning entertainment and we felt like awesome parents and all we had to do was just get a KiwiCo box. With KiwiCo's hands-on art and science projects, kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubbling chemistry experiments and more, all from the comfort of home. Everything you need to make Steam seriously fun delivered to your doorstep. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code TAKINGSIDES. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com, K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code taking sides. We are supported by BetterHelp. You guys hear us talk all the time about how much a therapist helped us both individually and as a couple. We recommend going to betterhelp.com where they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It is so easy. It's all online. It is private. It is convenient. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. They will match you with a counselor specific to your needs. Things such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Everything you share is confidential, it is professional, and it's affordable, especially for you guys, listeners of Taking Sides the Marriage podcast, because we got you a 10% off code for your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash taking sides, and you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash taking sides for 10% off your first month of professional counseling. Alrighty, Ash, this one is uh, from Mariah. Park City recommendations for Floridians. Uh, don't Ooh, visit. Florida's better. Please do visit Park City. My fondest memory, I think, of something we've ever done, maybe even more the, I don't know. Our Alaska cruise is still up there in my top five. Mm. There's but nothing trip, better than being catered to 24-7. On a beautiful cruise to Alaska. But yeah, but our trip to Park City together is one of my favorite memories of just me and you. Like, so much freaking fun. Anyways, she says, I'm a huge fan of your blog and podcasts. A friend and I are traveling from Florida to have a snowy vacation in Park City on January 21st. We're going to be in Florida. We're switching 21st. places. We're going to Florida this on like January 21st. Movie. Yeah. You can stay at our house while you're here. Just kidding. 
Just watch our dogs. Watch our dog. Uh, no, Ashley's family is going to be staying at our house to watch our dogs. We're going to Disney World, baby. Okay, you're coming to Park City. I know you guys have talked about Park City before, and I was wondering if you had any recommendations for activities. Food, skiing for beginners. Neither of us have been to Utah. Thanks. Oh, I do hear, we ever. I hear Deer Valley is beautiful and fun and a little bit quieter it than is over there. like Park City Mountain. Park City is a freaking mega monster of a mountain now. Now that Park City swooped in and bought the canyons and turned it into this ginormous mountain. But yeah, so so tickets are more expensive than ever. But if you're set on going to Park City, like it is the most, it is the one of the biggest, if not the biggest now. Did they pass Vail when they combined the two? Like Park City is freaking amazing. Got to ride 9990, my favorite ski lift ever. If if you do Park City Mountain, this is what you do. If you want to start out, I think I would like Deer Valley more. It's a little more quaint and quiet back there. There's, I just get really nervous around let me preface all of this. I would never willingly go to Park City in the winter. Ashley's not the right person to ask. Let me just <laughs> let talk me, because you'll up. just say stop okay. going there. Dallin did this all the time before he got Park married City to me. I love Park City so much and, he, and it's the most beautiful place. He's going to go more this year. Especially in the winter. You will love it. So if you're going to Park City, I wish I knew your budget <laughs> because <laughs> that, that affects things. Park City, you can find some some budget options or you can really just have a great time. So if you're staying at Park City Mountain, you can. St- we stayed at the Hyatt Centric because we had Hyatt points because we have the Hyatt credit card. But we lovely had our, our honeymoon card. was at Westgate, and we that's all. Really that's right up the road Westgate. from Hyatt Centric. Yeah, right there in Park City, uh, Canyons Village. Mm-hmm. So Hyatt Centric is awesome. Westgate Resort, really, really, really fun. There are restaurants right there called. Um, What's the Drafts po- Burger Bar. Yeah, we Freak. like that's... best freaking hamburger I've ever had, and the French fries are like crispy. They were. It was in the vlog. We yeah. vlogged it there. And Sheesh. the milkshakes are delicious. And if you're not in the mood for a hamburger, milkshakes are twelve dollars. Hop like on over right across the cobblestone path, and there is a ramen bar that is also very good. Ramen san. Ram Luna's like crawling between two chairs right now, and it looks <laughs> really funny. Ra- ramen san or something. Drafts Burger Bar regardless you have to go there it is so freaking good okay and then Do you see luna right now she just squeezed her body into the, yeah, i don't think crazy. she can get out She's like a mouse sleep in there and then at night after a long time long night on the town you go to for an evening on park city main street go in all the cute little stores park city main street is the funnest there's so many classy restaurants little coffee shops little art stores little souvenir stores t-shirts you can buy fancy things there too, like really expensive boutique shops to like the North Face store yep. to the back country, you know, like cool stuff. Art. Art. Did really you cool say art? art. Yeah. You could buy art. Yeah. Buy some fancy $10,000 paintings if you want. Really, really cool place. So it's like one of my top, if I, if money was not an issue, I'd live in Park City. I you just, just need to come up with a cool all I'm saying is I've $1.5 million for the houses to start getting good. For your condo. I've heard Deer Valley is just beautiful, though, and it looks like it has a really great lift. That's all I know. Okay. And I hear Here the restaurant about there is good. Deer Valley again. It's just right up the road from Park City. I like it. It looks, it's less intimidating mm. than the big mountain. She has a weird food thing, too. Blueberries in a bowl of milk with sugar on top, eaten like cereal. Um, This is not weird. I literally, so I do frozen blueberries. Um because it makes the milk all icy but yeah i I do this like on the daily 
so you're not. I judge you admirable. <laughs> All right. This one's from Melissa. Hey, Ashley and Dallin. My name is Alyssa. And for the last couple of weeks, the topic of conversation between my husband and I is whether we should tell our family when we get pregnant or wait. Oh, Luna's making it out from between the chairs. You did it. You did it, Luna. Good job. Should we tell our parents when we're pregnant or wait? I personally mm. want to wait. Then do My it. My first pregnancy was filled with drama. Mm. Super stressful for some ex-family members and current ones. Ooh, Although some people are out of the picture completely, I'm still worried about telling anyone before the first ultrasound. Oh, absolutely! Before the first ultrasound, don't feel no, don't feel rushed to even, tell. Like there is. You don't owe anybody You anything. don't owe anyone nothing. Like you are making a human in your body. And just do whatever you want to do when it feels the best for you. Like this is this is something exciting for other people and fun for other people. But it is not like this experience does not revolve around them. It literally revolves around you and your partner. But mostly as far as feelings are concerned... And this is just in Dallin and I's experience. It ju- it mostly just revolves around you and your comfort levels and what you're comfortable sharing when you're comfortable sharing it. We just get so many messages from people who feel so much stress from catering to their family I mean, for we, their baby. We're, we, we felt have, that at the beginning. But after looking into it and reading and talking to professionals to get advice, like, like man, people stress way too much about what their family thinks about their own freaking baby. And like some family members even go to streams and say, that's not just your baby, it's our baby too. Like that's super unhealthy. It is not their baby. It's no, your baby. Your baby. And it's your emotions and it's your pregnancy. It's a privilege to anyone. Yeah, your baby is a privilege to any everyone like, who gets to behold it and hold it and spend time with it. Be a part of your baby's life. You are the gatekeeper to your baby and people need to respect the gate or they don't get to walk through it. That might be some, might be a good, uh, like a, an introspection, like the stories you're telling yourself in your head about about what your family well, deserves about your baby. It's just hard because people are different. Like there are some people who are like, I want all of my loved ones in the room with me when I have a baby. And then you might come along And that's like their perception of what's normal and what they deserve and what they've been looking forward to. And you're like, hold up. Like, I'm not really comfortable with that. And I just want it to be me and my spouse. And suddenly you've like... Ruffled some feathers. Ruined the family, you know? Like, and it shouldn't be that way. And if they feel that way, like they're like hold space for their feelings, but also hold more space for your feelings. Like, I'm sorry you feel this way but I'm not about to like let you be a part of my birthing experience when I'm not comfortable with you being in there or there's already way too many people looking at me naked as there are like for me. And this is just me. Like I'm very private and some people are not, but I am. And like, I'm not even comfortable with Dallin seeing half of what he sees, but I make some concessions for that. And then me in recovery, I don't, really like anyone coming i at all like i have some i have like my mom but she's usually watched she watched our kids last time um and then time before that they lived far away so like my mom came one time and then i always invite my aunt randy and i just have this special relationship with her i and like she is one of the very very few people who i would want to come see me because i am bloody 
and broken and I've been cut open and I'm on drugs and I like can half the time I can't even stay awake when people are there and I'm just like I really enjoy the quiet time with baby and I just am usually not in an entertaining mood and I just tell I just no one plans on it and if Dallin and I put the call out and we're like hey come see us then they come see us but if we don't then they don't Mm -hmm. and the nurses are great like they'll let you know they're like people need like a special code to get in that you you like tell nurses have your back they're like like they're your little back like if your family shows up and they don't have your special like six digit code (laughs) they're not getting into that nursery Alyssa says that uh he wants to tell everyone the day we find out in my opinion that takes away some special time for us We've also wanted to start a family. I just, I would ask him, why does he feel the need to tell everybody? I think, you know, like, like what, where does that come from? Obviously, it'll, your mom will be so excited and everybody telling you your whole life that you should get pregnant. You're finally fulfilling that. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of, you'll feel really good for it. But no matter like, when that happens, he'll still have that experience. Yeah, he'll have that experience. And uh, if you're not comfortable with it, then that's a conversation that you need to have together. It's not just, there is no set way to do it. And there so that can be I something that you can agree on at the very beginning. As the one making this baby, like, I don't want to like speak for all people, but in our marriage, I am usually the one with more heightened emotions. Like Dallin might be like, I really want to tell my family. We've never really had this argument because I've always been like, I don't want to sometimes we've told really soon with some babies and like with George, we waited 20 weeks and cause I was just like, I really am not ready. Like with our first baby, I was like, I don't I, like, there's just a lot to process. And I just wasn't ready to like announce it to the world. Luckily your mom accidentally on purpose told everyone for us and we didn't have to have that conversation. But accidentally on purpose. I don't want to say it was on purpose, but you either say it or you don't. Yeah. We've also, she says, we've also wanted to start a family YouTube channel. If you have any suggestions for us, please let us know. The channel is named Around the House. Cool. I think just record what you want to record and don't record what you don't want to record. And just like take it one day, one vlog at a time. Yeah. Just be yourself. Don't try to act like anybody else. Don't try to act better than you are. Don't try to just don't act at all. Just be vulnerable and real. You're real fun authentic self and just like that's what people resonate with they're like this is what res- people resonate with for example here the things i've received the most comments about are that one time i had a zit on my face that i couldn't hide it was enormous and i finally just i wasn't gonna vlog for like a week because i was so like this is an enormous zit and i just did and i was like oh the I just introduced everyone to my new zit and I got so many comments from people being like, you are so brave. This is why I love you because you don't care if you have a zit or that I don't do makeup. People love that about me. Like your natural inclination when you vlog is like, oh, I have to like dress up and clean my house and have a perfect plan. And I think one thing that people resonate with the most are people who are normal and just be your own normal that's all i would say because it becomes very stressful to not be be normal yeah jp stair says be just be weird be your own weird everybody's weird in their own way just don't be afraid of being your own kind of weird yeah like i there's no such thing as normal i wear socks with 
Birkenstocks and I tried to hide that for so long and then accidentally one day we showed it on the vlog and people were like yes and now it's like a symbol of my life (laughs) like it's like I am known to our followers that should be on your own podcast when you start a new podcast now I'm like afraid to wear boots on a vlog in the snow because people expect me to be (laughs) roughing it with my Birks yeah she ends it saying, I'm a fan of the vlogs podcast and the food blog. I made your chili and oh my goodness, life changing. My son actually ate it. It's yummy. And that's really cool that your my son favorite ate chili. it because our son will not eat it. Our daughter will eat it all day. Our daughter eats it. Yeah, not our son. Okay, Alyssa, thanks for writing in. Um, you got this, friend. Okay, Just guys. follow your heart when you're pregnant. Don't do anything else but follow your heart. Yeah. And, and your analyze... husband needs to follow your heart too because... <laughs> It's just there's a lot going on for you that he may never understand, but he'll understand it most when he lets you follow your heart. Yep. I, maybe you could just lay some ground rules. You and your husband have a little have I, a little come we, to Jesus yeah, moment and lay like, some ground rules. Like this is a period of heightened emotions. I would like to talk yep, together. We do this. And just well, we should. No, we do we it. Do. We talk about when I become a different It's unsexy, but having these powwows are really helpful. We have talked about this where Ashley is a different girl when she is pregnant and we just respect her feelings and we let her take the lead on emotional decisions concerning the baby. Not like... Or just talk about it. Yeah. Because I will usually want to lean towards you on these matters, but I still like to be involved. I don't want to just like sit back and not... But like who, when we have visitors in the hospital, like those things we used to fight about and I would be like, no, I don't want anyone to come. Yeah. And then I, for all of my own reasons, I have like, no, but this, but this, but this, but this. So you just need to come together and talk about these things instead of just running with your own things and freaking out at the other person and getting all defensive about it or what have you. Right. Gosh. Yep. And that's the skills of I would say you just need to let her be in charge of the situation if it's going to come down to like her crying in a closet somewhere Mm -hmm. when it gets to that point then just let the pregnant woman have her way yep that is my advice to the world (laughs) on that note (laughs) we'll see you guys